Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 138. This episode is brought to you by TalkBox.mom. If you are interested in helping your kids learn a foreign language in your homeschool, whether they're young or whether they're old, you will love this episode. Today's episode is a chat I had with Adelaide, who is the founder of TalkBox.mom. And I don't think I've ever found a foreign language product that can be used for your younger kids and for high school credit. So what I love about TalkBox.mom is that if you're trying to fulfill that high school foreign language credit on the transcript, this will work for you. If you have a bunch of little kids in your home and you want them to learn a foreign language, this will work for you too. And with one price, you can all learn from the same box. So this was a really great chat I had with Adelaide. She has some really good information for you and some things for you to think about. And I'm titling this episode, you know, using talkbox.mom for foreign language fluency, because I know from our experience, like we struggled so many times through the years, trying different foreign language programs, even in the younger years, um, all the way through high school. And the fluency bit is really crucial because if you're like most people, I mean, I learned Spanish in high school. I had a really great grade in that class. And I honestly can't speak Spanish, right? So, I mean, I could check all the boxes. I could conjugate verbs, but could I, you know, speak Spanish and get around Mexico? Okay, no, I wasn't fluent and I'm not fluent. And so I think this is a really big piece missing in foreign language instruction. So I'm really glad that Adelaide took a little bit of time to explain that fluency piece to us and how talkbox.mom can help in your homeschool if you're interested, no matter what the age of your kids, in teaching them a foreign language and having them be fluent, right? We're not about filling out worksheets just to say we did the worksheets. We want to actually be able to use this. That's the whole point of a foreign language. So this was great. I love learning about TalkBox myself. And I want you to know that at the end of this interview, she does give some awesome coupon codes for you. I will also put them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 138. You're also going to want to check out the show notes because you can get a free language starter pack and give it a try. See if you like the program, see if you like how it's set up. And I will have that link in the show notes as well. So definitely listen in if you need some encouragement and some help with how in the world can you teach a foreign language to your kids in homeschool, no matter the age, you will love learning about talkbox.mom. So here's my chat with Adelaide and I hope you enjoy. 
Okay, we are here. Adelaide, thanks for joining us. And this is a fun topic. I'm going to spill the beans. I'm going to talk about all our terrible, uh, you know, backstory with learning a foreign language. But before (laughs) we get into my story, go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience. Who are you? And maybe like even a little bit of the backstory of why you started TalkBox.mom. All right. Thank you so much, Abby. It's so fun to be here and with everyone who's listening because you are my people. I love this. So I'm happy to be here. So I am the creator of talkbox.mom where we help families to start using a new language in your home the same exact day you start. So you don't study for years and struggle. No, you start using the language with your family and it's a real thing and you make progress immediately and then you continue on that journey, which is really fun. I started talkbox.mom because I needed to speak another language with my family overseas. And I have been a language learning failure. I've been through different disasters too, where, you know, I took it in high school and then I realized I couldn't actually speak Spanish, even though (laughs) I took it in high school. I studied languages at the university. I did a study abroad. I, I even worked in Europe and I had my first son there and I thought I'll speak to him in German and realized I don't know how to speak to a baby. Like I can speak at work. I can speak at church, but no idea on how to say poop one up your back. Uh Uh-uh. Like just no idea. (laughs) So I I was like, wow, I lack a lot of, a lot of things. And we left Germany and we're in the States. And then we decided to homeschool our kids while we traveled around the world. And so we're slow travelers. We want to go somewhere and like build a community, kind of build a home, be there and then move on. So we went to Brazil for six months And I thought, wow, we'll speak so much Portuguese, but it just doesn't work like that. You don't just like start speaking a language because you're somewhere. More often, people are so excited to speak English with you. So you have not as much opportunity as you would think. And so I just really wanted to talk to my kids. And I had brought a college textbook of Portuguese, a verb conjugation book, and I had paid someone to make me flashcards so we could like hit the ground running, you know, like a teenager, just make me some flashcards. And... Oh my gosh. I just, I laid it all out and I had my little kids there and they were little at this time. And you could see the view of the beach in Brazil out the window. And I was like, before we go to the beach, we are going to learn to conjugate a verb. And my like sassy, like three, four-year-old, he was like, mom, we did not come to Brazil to sit in a room. (laughs) And I thought, you're right. And oh my gosh, what am I doing? I didn't teach my kids English through grammar and vocabulary cards right? I have this child who's like three, four putting me like putting realistically what's happening um, in English without ever doing a formal grammar lesson. He couldn't even like read or write, you know, fluently at that time. So I thought, wow, what I'm doing is not how language actually works. And then once we started learning Portuguese through what, how fluency really works in two weeks, we were speaking and understanding Portuguese. And I was shocked because I thought it would take so long. And I remember somebody that I had met at church there, Abby, she had talked to me the first week and I told her like, I don't know Portuguese. Right. And then two weeks later, she heard me telling my kids to be quiet at church, taking one of them out of the, out in the hall, asking him if he knew to go to the bathroom, him telling me he did us going in there me helping him. And we came out and she looked so furious. And I thought that that's strange. I'd like, I don't know this woman. She looks so angry. And she was said in Portuguese, you said you don't speak Portuguese. And she looked at me like I was a liar. And I was like, you know, like, oh my gosh, because I had just learned it. But it's, it was so, it was such a drastic change that it was surprising. And I, I was surprised because I told her I don't speak Portuguese. And then I like, like kind of felt my mouth, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I do speak Portuguese. Like what? 
So it blew my mind how, how really fast you can start using a language and how, how you can do that. And I mean, you don't have to go so intense to learn a language. It doesn't have to take up so much of your time. So it just, it really was eye-opening on how that could be done. Cause I knew from the university, you know, how they teach a language, but statistics show people who take Spanish in high school or language in high school, or even at the university, they can't speak the language. We have a big gap, right? Yes. I'm in the same boat as you. I did uh, Spanish in high school and I actually could do all the writing and conjugation and all that. But if I ever had to talk to anyone, I wouldn't, I wasn't fluent actually in what almost matters more, right? Being able to talk. Yes. I was like the fastest verb conjugator in my Spanish class, but that has served me nada. (laughs) Exactly. So this is, okay. So we really do, I think, um, as homeschoolers tend to approach like any kind of learning. I mean, we should know better because we're like, of course, how do you naturally teach your kids anything? You naturally teach them think about like when they're children learning to talk. I agree with you. And we had such a bad um, experience when my kids were little, and I have shared this on my podcast before, we were living in Canada. We were living in New Brunswick, which is a bilingual province. So here I am. I knew Spanish. My husband kind of knew French from growing up in Canada, but like not really well. And then we were like, well, let's teach our kids French. Well, I couldn't help them. I didn't know. And everything that we tried was this backwards approach probably because we weren't getting, we weren't being fluent in it. So, I mean, we have struggled now. I've graduated one from high school. Two others have already gone past the time of of struggling through a foreign language. And we just have never gotten a good fit for our family this way. So tell, talk to us about how, um, talkbox.mom is different. What is, what do you mean by fluency and how does this all work? Okay. I I just love this. I, and I'm sorry like that you went through that. Cause I just know how it feels being a language learning failure, because it's not that you didn't put in the effort. Like you said, you were good at conjugating and then you like, you're like, I couldn't use it. Mm -hmm. And then for your kids in, 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 in Canada, just like you saying, I couldn't help them. But I, in my opinion, I'm like, you can help them because you are a mom. Mm -hmm. Moms and dads, we are the most successful language teachers in the world, Mm -hmm. right? We have a higher success rate than any university at teaching a language. We have babies and toddlers all over the world that can talk at a native level. And that's the most coveted level of a language. So as parents, we already know how to teach a language. We need to do it that way. Mm Mm-hmm right? We don't want to do it, like you said, the backwards way. So that that takes us to, yeah, what fluency really is. Because a lot of people will ask, like, are you fluent? Or, you know, there's just not quite an understanding of what fluency is. And that's important to understand, to know how to become fluent, right? To know what it is. So fluency is the ability to easily and accurately use a language. Easily and accurately. So at talkbox.mom, we start with fluency, All right. So you will learn to use the language in your home and you'll start with full phrases because if you learn a vocab word, (laughs) you're going to know the word for la puerta, the door. But how do you say, don't slam the door, keep the door open, close the door, right? How do you use it? So we use full phrases. So not just vocabulary words. And we use things that can be used in your home because that's how you learned your first language. So one of the first things you might learn to say your kids to say is I'm hungry right? That's a great phrase. <laughs> They'll use that a lot. There's so many ways to, to be able to use that phrase. So when you learn it, you, you, we have the audio, the native speaker audio, and you listen to it and you tell your kids, she's going to say, I'm hungry. Or if you have an older child, they can say, okay, the next phrase is I'm hungry. And then you'll say it with her. 
It's important to note when you start saying it with the audio, it doesn't matter how you sound. Scientifically, it takes a couple of weeks to a couple of months to hear the sounds. So if you nitpick at how you're saying it, how your kids are saying it, it benefits no one. And it also kind of breaks people's morale, right? Like, oh, you're not saying it right. So you're like, I don't want to do this. Someone's nitpicking. I'm done. (laughs) So you just want to have fun saying it. And then you practice the phrase in different situations. So for my kids, I'd be like, okay, when do you say I'm hungry? And they're like, when you say bedtime. And I'm like, yes. Okay. So I would tell my kids, okay, bedtime. And then they'd all say, tengo hambre and whine to me in Spanish. And we would start using that. So that phrase, tengo hambre, or I'm hungry. If you're doing Spanish, for example, I guess French, my French is not amazing, but it's like, mm-hmm. faim. <laughs> um, you would, you would use that, that phrase. We speak Spanish and German in my home. So you would use that phrase in the language that you're learning. Uh, and it becomes real to you because you're using it in your life and your kids are using it in their lives. So that's that's fluency. It's falling right out of their mouth. And when they hear it being said, they're fluent in that. They understand immediately what it means. And that's what we work on through these phrases. Now, you might think like, okay, well, you're just learning phrases, but this is exactly how babies learn. They hear phrases being used in their home. Then they start mixing and matching those phrases. So if you have ever said in your home, I need my coffee. And then you tell a toddler, you can't have a cookie. You're going to have a toddler going around saying, I need my cookie, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's how language works. And your brain is still really, really good at that. So with our program, you, because of how fluency works, our focus is on using the language. So you could be a native speaker and your kids reply back in English, but you use us because we give you the roadmap to get you both on the same page using the language. You could also be a parent who has never, ever done, say, Japanese, mm-hmm. <laughs> and your child loves anime and they really want to do Japanese, you can you can do it with them. You can learn Japanese with them and use the language with them. Or you can be somebody who we have many families who have bachelor, the parent has a bachelor's degree in the language and they can't use it. And when they start using it, they the pieces are put together because it's so applicable that we often hear people say, I've passed up everything that I did in my degree in just a couple of boxes because they're using it. Wow. So, so explain the box concept because this Ah. is going to be different. Homeschoolers are sometimes used to, okay, I'm going to buy the textbook, you know, I'm going to buy the workbooks. Right. And we're all about, or maybe, you know, and maybe a video to go with it or something, but like to explain how the boxes work. Okay. So we have boxes and the reason we have boxes is because it, If we give you the whole year, you might be really overwhelmed and your whole year might look different than somebody else's whole year. So we don't want to define so strongly how much you have to do in a year. If you're doing it for high school, there are requirements and we do have those laid out. Um, We we can go over that. Um, But so each box has three challenges in it and you can take a week per challenge or a month per challenge. So you decide how often you want your boxes to come. Each box covers a specific area of your life that you go really, really deep into that topic. So you can be talking a lot about it. The first box covers snacks and kitchen and the fluency approach in that box is consistency. We want to help you learn to be consistent and to build phrases into your day because I mean, we all set the table during the day at least once, right? Yeah. So asking, sure. yeah. So asking yeah. your kids to put the plates on the table, put the spoons on the table, right? You're not just learning the word for spoon and fork and knife, but you're learning how to put it on the table or you're learning how to ask for different things in your kitchen, um, using different foods. So you, so you go through these phrases, you only work on one to five phrases at a time. 
and you work on building those into your day. And then you add more in your day or week or month, however often those phrases come up, but you work on using those phrases and then you work in more phrases and more phrases. You set a time period for, like I said, a week or a month, and you just work on as many phrases as you can comfortably get through during that time frame. And then you move on to the next challenge. You don't do it all. And that sometimes scares people, but we're like, trust us. You don't need to do it all yet. So you move on to the second challenge. You work through that. Then you go through the third challenge after your time is up and you work through that challenge. When you go back to review the first challenge, the things that you missed, you're going to learn so fast because you've been using the foundational phrases there and you're able to add those other words in, right? Those phrases you use, they sat for a couple of months and you look back and you're like, oh, this is easy. What was I worried about when I had this? So it's just very fun. And then you can move on to your next box. Some families take a month per box and some families, we go three months, but you can also pause and there's no fee or anything for pausing. It's like up to your family, how fast you want to go. It's, it, it's a subscription because it goes in a specific order, but it's not like a scary subscription. We don't want you stockpiling talk yeah. boxes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> um, so, so some families, they also, you can just choose another date. So some families might take six months to do a box. Mm-hmm. It just depends on, on how much you want to do. We see families who are overseas, definitely doing a box a month because they, they really earnestly re- need to talk. And then we see ha- families who are doing boxes um, slower, but they have more time with their kids. So it's okay, right? They have a couple more years that they're there. Uh, so, so yeah, with the boxes, we have a book. The phrase book has many different phrases you use throughout your day, whereas the boxes go really deep. So the phrase book is great because it will break up the specific topic. So say you're doing snacks and kitchen. Well, you can also, uh, you can also say, is the mail here, right? Did the mail get delivered? Did you get the mail? Or something my kids do is, I don't know, the elevator button is the hot topic in our family right now. So they know how to say that they get to push the button or that person push it. You know, that's all in the phrase book or what button to push. So, and I mean, that's how your kids, right? That's how they learn a lot of their numbers too. So numbers and colors, everything is covered naturally how you use it. So the phrase book is very complimentary. So in most families to start get the box and the phrase book together. So really, really, really nice to help them. Um, and then you don't feel so overwhelmed. And of course we have a community to help move you forward in your boxes. So that's how we do things. You have boxes and you continue to move forward. So because you can do it at any pace, that sounds perfect for families that are using it for multiple kids together, because I mean, you're not feeling like you said, like overwhelmed, like, oh, there's a new box coming. We better, you know, like we're not ready for it. Like, it sounds like you can really customize it to your family's speed and what, what works, how, so, and it also sounds like mom is very involved. Like how much time a day is that going to take? Say if you have mainly younger kids. Yes. Okay. I love this question. To do talkbox.mom, you do have to have a parent do it with your kids because it's that we're capitalizing on that wonderful relationship you have with your child and the time you spend with them. What's nice about it is you do already spend time with your kids, right? So when, when you get really, really busy in life, that means you have more opportunities to use your phrases. You've built them into your day, so it's not like extra work. But the work that you do is there's just three steps. You choose your phrase from the guides. And all of our phrases, like I mentioned, they build on each other. Each box has different fluency approaches, so it works together very nicely. So you choose your phrase from your guide. Then you practice your phrase. To practice your phrase, that looks like listening to the audio for that phrase. And if you're doing one to five phrases, you know, 
maybe a phrase is like 10 seconds long. So you listen to that and you say it with it. Mm-hmm. And then you practice it in a couple situations. So if your kids are younger, pick one phrase and do one phrase for the day. And that might take you two, three minutes to do. If your kids are older, you can do five phrases and you can choose more situations to practice in and you can practice much longer. And we also have printables and games. So my kids, there's some days that like at game time at night, we're like, oh, we're going to play this game. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, oops, it's two hours past your bedtime. Like go to bed. Like how long have we been playing this for? What's (laughs) like, what's going on with us? Um, but then there's days where we just do it for two minutes. And then the idea is you use the phrases during your day. So that's just the time you would naturally already have. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Now, so what actually comes in a box? So when that box arrives, what, what will people find? Yes. Okay. So it's an immersion program and it has two different parts. We have the, the, the companion app or website, which has the audio and it has like the track to follow. And it has also bonuses like printables in the community. And then you have everything in the program printed for you. All the core challenges come printed. So you don't have to do that. So that's, what's coming in the box, all your language guides that you need for that specific box. So those two go together to create this immersion program to make in your home. When you get your box, uh, you'll open it up. It has a welcome note on it that explains what's happening in each challenge, what you're learning. And then inside of that, there's three different folders for your three different challenges. In the first box, you have the language guide that goes up in your kitchen and you want it where you can see it because you're going to refer back to it, right? You want to use it in real life. It has phrases on it. Like, are you hungry to one person, two or more? I'm hungry. We're hungry. I'm really hungry. We're really hungry. You know, things like that, Mm -hmm. where you're learning to conjugate without saying conjugation time. You're doing it naturally. Just like in English, my kids can hear if somebody said something in the wrong tense Mm -hmm. or they can hear, like, I would never say I'd be, they'd be like, what? Right. You can hear it. So you, you get an ear for it, which is really, I mean, how you learn grammar and English too. You really want to have the ear for it. And then, um, then it has phrases like, do you want certain foods? Yes. I want those foods. Here they are. Do you want more? More please don't have any more. Roll out. Do you want a banana or whatever instead? Are you all done? I'm all done. Let's clean up through your trash bag, put your plate in the sink, on the counter, in the dishwasher, wherever it needs to go. (laughs) So you really use those phrases and you're learning so many grammar concepts, different things during that. The second one is two beautiful um, 11 by 17 inch posters. And they have lots of different snacks on them, but they're not a vocabulary chart. You start integrating those snacks with sentences and using those sentences. So that's really nice. I even for my my younger my youngest child, whenever I brush his teeth, I'll be I'll tell I'll remind him what he ate throughout the day as I brush it. He like thinks I can see it in his mouth, but we'll do that in a language. So you know, there's different cute things you can do for older kids or, or younger kids because. I mean, talk box that mom is customizable because you practice it, the situations that work for your kids. Like I mentioned, like my kids, when do you say I'm hungry? Right. So it's very customizable in the box. The third challenge are label cards. They're not flashcards. You put them up in your kitchen where the item is. So if I open up, open my cupboard, you'll see inside of it. It has a card that has the bowls and then sentences about bowls, which is put the bowls on the table. Do you need a bowl? Can you give me a bowl, please? And it has like things, one of my favorite phrases that I use all the time, um, it goes in the silver drawer and it says, this does not belong in the silverware drawer. 
Mm. <laughs> so lots of practical things, phrases for using your dishwasher. If you have a dishwasher, if you don't, you can, you know, skip that card using your sink, your oven, your microwave, right? We always tell people the microwave's beeping. So if you have a microwave using that, the table coming to the table, setting the table, sitting down at the table, chairs, pushing in chairs, just everything you can use around your kitchen. Um, Cause that's going to help you with consistency. So those are the things that that come inside the box. Inside the companion app or website, it's not something that's meant to babysit your child. So if you don't do screen time, your kids don't have to look at the screen. If you do allow them to do it, they can go and listen to the audio on their own, but it is better to practice it with the situations and, and practice it with that. So that's what the, the app has all the audio there and lots of trainings that we do to help you out, as well as I mentioned, um, printables and then activities submitted by our community and activities that we share. So you find fun things there. Wow. Is there, is there one language that's like the most popular that you see people choosing or, or is it quite the variety? Definitely the most popular is Spanish. Uh That is the most popular. And I mean, that's our proximity, like for the United, since we're selling from the United States, right. Um, doing that. But then our second is French. And that's also our proximity, I would say, to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so that definitely makes sense. Or yeah. it's just also a Charlotte Mason approach, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I love that. Like Charlotte Mason, since they were so close to France, it makes sense to learn French. Mm-hmm. And we're close. If you're in the U.S., you know, you're close to a lot of Spanish-speaking countries. So that kind of transitions mm-hmm. over to the area. Following um, that would be German. And then I would say Mandarin and Japanese. Wow, that's neat. Now, yeah. I mean... This makes so much sense for families of younger kids, multiple ages, because I mean, homeschool moms are all about like, what can we do together? We don't want to have everyone doing their own individual stuff. But I am so intrigued by the high school aspect because most language programs, it's either only for high school or it's only for the younger kids. Like it sounds like TalkBox, it's really for any level, depending on how deep you're going. Talk to us about high school because this is hard as homeschool moms. Like if we're not fluent in a language, helping our high schoolers get legitimate credit on the transcript and not feeling like we're cheating, like how do people use talkbox.mom for high school language credit? Can you talk us through that? Yes, absolutely. Um, Just speaking about credits in general, just always a reminder, always check with your school district, check with your state, all those things. Talkbox.mom does fit into the hours. uh, So that's really nice. We have so much, so much wonderful content in our program. The reason that I love Talkbox.mom for high school is because of the families who have taken languages in high school or have bachelor's degrees and how much more they benefit from the program. Uh, Also, students who, who use us for high school. Uh, we have a wonderful family, the daughter, she was just so happy. She, she, she worked through her boxes. And then I, I explained to her like the CLEP test is a test, right? It's there to trick you, right? Like those tests, you have to know how to take a test to do well. So I said, you have to do a test prep. And then I said, you could do a grammar review with a grammar book as well, just to make sure. Um, but when she took the test, she was, she got, she got two semesters of her credit that she needed for university. So she doesn't have to take that anymore. Um, but what she said was that it was so much of our varied vocabulary and the, you know, like the phrases that we have and how we're using them that helped so much because on that test, there's so much speaking part and knowing how things should sound. 
it's it's made also to trick native speakers trying to get credit. So it isn't an easy test. It, to me, like if it was in English, some of the questions I would genuinely be confused because they're like talking about like whatever, eating different foods. And then they're like, does she like chicken, but eat rice or not like rice, but eat, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I just heard that conversation once. Um, but you know, you're, you're prepared to use the language. That's the idea of talkbox.mom. I would much prefer that your child doesn't check a box and say, yes, I took Spanish in high school and tell an employer that, right? Like I took it in high school. I would rather them in an interview be able to use their Spanish. Mm-hmm. Right. I would rather yeah. that when a client or a customer comes in, your high schooler can use the language. So the, really the question is, what do you want your child to get out of this foreign language experience? Do you just want to get it done because you have to do it? Or do you want it to open up future opportunities for education, for work and for service? Mm-hmm. If you're more on the second question, then talkbox.mom is definitely for, for you. So for high schoolers, the, the mistake that's often made is that your high schooler is at a level in English where they can already read, write, and do grammar. And so you want to transition that over and you're like, okay, great. We'll do that with Spanish. And then they're like, I'll read Harry Potter in Spanish. And then they read two pages and they look up every word and they're fatigued, right? They're like burnt out. They're like, I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Based on how fluency works, when you go to read something in another language, it needs to make sense in your head without translating it to English. So if you are already working on the fluency layer of talking and listening, then when you go to read something, you know what it means. And if you don't, you can look it up in a Spanish dictionary and know what it means, right? That's fluency. So if you lay this foundation of talking and listening on top of that foundation, it's like a pyramid shape, you have uh, reading and copy work. And then on top of that, you have dictation. So hearing something and transcribing it, be able to write it down. And then you have grammar. Grammar works really well when you have examples to use it from. I always like with my kids, whenever they're like, I tell them, oh, you have to use an in front of words that have vowels or vowel sounds. Mm -hmm. And both of my kids have told me like, no, that's not a thing. And I'm like, well, say, try to say a with orange. And they're like an orange. And I'm like, exactly. Right. Because they have those reference points. It leads to uh, subpar literacy results when you start with the grammar concept and then try to teach examples. Hmm. So with our Spanish programs, something new that we're having come out uh, are these fluency companions, and they build on the phrases you use in your box so that you can do the reading and the copy work, the dictation, and then the grammar. So it's close to a a Charlotte-Mason approach um, working in that way because it it works. It works really well. So for high schoolers, it's definitely laying that foundation of talking and listening, being able to do that. And then you can decide do we want to do reading, writing, and grammar or not, right? And it's really your choice. And this is wonderful for students who have disabilities as well because they can just focus on that talking and listening. And you can record uh, either using our phrase planner or just in a notebook what phrases you worked on that day and your student can just write that down and there's your their written work. You know, that's 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 a lot. And you can also write how you practice it in those situations for, for your written work each day. So either using the phrase planner or a notebook. And then as you work through your challenges throughout the year, again, you're going to have so much of the language that you can use, which is just really nice. So approximately how many boxes would your high schooler need to do in one year for that to equal, you know, your 120 hours or three credit hours, however they're, they're figuring that for their transcript? 
Yes. You would want to do three boxes per year. And we have nine boxes total. We also have like other add-ins and different things you can do, but I would focus on the three boxes with the phrase book and use the phrase book throughout the two years or the three years. Okay. And then again, if you wanted to add in the fluency companions as they come out, you don't have to, you also can just work on copy work on your own. So just depending, but for the first fluency companion that's coming out, it's going to be the digital version is going to be free. So you can try it out and see if you like it. So that will be like a bonus with your, with your box. But if you spend uh, three months per box, about nine, nine months, if your semesters or your years a little shorter than nine months, then you can go a little faster in some areas. So it fits into the year. It goes to the 120 hours. And again, you're choosing how long you're practicing and how many situations you're practicing in. So you decide how you fill up that, that time as well. So it just works really well. And anybody can go and see more information at talkbox.mom slash high school on how to fit those steps into the schedule as well. So you're essentially using the exact same box as say your younger siblings, but the high schooler's doing like an hour a day. The younger siblings might be doing five minutes a day. Is that kind of a, a very general overview of how it differs? Your high schooler's going much deeper. Yes. So okay. uh, such a great question. So for example, we have, we have a a uh, preteen in our home and a, an eight-year-old. And that, I don't know what we're, our, our whole life is crazy. Okay. And then we have a three-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with the older kids, we will spend more time going through the phrases, especially because we're further along in Spanish and German. We recently added in Korean and it's much shorter time, right? Wow. We just do it a shorter time. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny though, is the the baby, we call him the baby. He's three, but he's definitely the baby. (laughs) And we, he will speak in Spanish or he will speak in German, but he has not put in the same amount of time. And that's because this fluency is the same with English. In your home, you have kids with all different levels of English, but because you keep using English, everybody keeps moving forward. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you have kids with different, different um, times that you're spending, you might have the the high schooler practicing in more situations or getting a little faster at things with the printables if you'd like to, or you could have them have more of the responsibility where they're choosing the phrases for the next day. They're writing them down. If you want, you don't really have to do a lot of prep work with our program, but if you wanted to, you could have the team do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a lot of it's just open go. And then uh, for the younger ones, yeah, they would just be doing a phrase or two. And then you keep using those phrases. So everybody's on the same fr- page. You don't want to fall into this trap and native speakers, they fall into this a lot or people who did it in school where you talk at your kids instead of with them. So you don't want that to happen. Talking at somebody would just be using every phrase you possibly can and like be like, oh, you should just understand me. This is a really bad approach if your kids can already speak English. If they're a baby, yeah, talk at them. But once they can talk back, they'll be like, I'm going to choose the easy way and this is not it. So you'll have a lot of pushback, a lot of resistance in that. Whereas if you're like, hey, I just want you to use these one to five phrases, then they'll be on the same page and they'll do that. So so younger kids, yeah, you don't have to spend as much time with them. They'll keep hearing it. They'll keep moving forward. And older kids, you can do that. There's really no, you can't really leave somebody behind if they've at least said the phrase with you and they know you're using it. Okay. So essentially a family with like all different ages, they can get the one box every three months or whatever it ends up being. And I mean, use it for everyone. It's one price, one box, use it for everyone. 
Absolutely. And what's fun uh, is when you have lots of different ages, sometimes I'm really jealous of people who have teens with little kids in their house because you can have the teens do the program with the younger ones, right? They can be doing that time. They can be practicing the situations. And when they're, you know, in this role of teaching, they're going to learn even more. So if you don't have that, that age gap, what I do is I have my kids teach me and so they'll have me say things. So they'll, they'll say to me, mom, you know, put your plate in the dishwasher and then I'll do it. And they're like, holy smokes, that worked. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fun for them. So you can kind of be, be the baby too. Mm-hmm. Now there was one other question I had, and I think I saw this on your site. So like high school, mm-hmm. the other thing that homeschool parents really like, you know, stress about is okay for something like this, how do I give them a grade on their transcripts? So you do have assessments for the high schoolers. Is that right? We, so yes, we, you can do it too. You can do it different ways for Spanish. We just had our tests come out and we'll be having those for, there's certain languages that most high schools will allow you to do or universities. So those ones are coming first. So we have questions for your child to uh, assess where they're at. And it's really, it's really nice because it shows you how much you really do know of the language. So it's more like a celebration of what you know. If you are using your phrases, you will know. So we have like a question on there, for example, let's say uh, on it, it's like, it's a grammar question. And it says like, tengo blank hambre. And then it has a couple of choices. It says muy, mucho, or mucha. If you've been using talkbox.mom, you know it's mucha because you say it all the time right? Where someone coming from a grammar approach, they have to run so many rules through their head and they're stuck in their head. That's why Talkbox to Mom is essentially better because you're not stuck in your head and you know how it should sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so the assessment is really nice because it, you look so good on paper because you can do these mm-hmm. really difficult grammar, like mm-hmm. grammar things or knowing phrases in context. You can do those things. Mm-hmm. And it just looks, it looks really good because it would be really difficult for somebody learning the hardest way possible <laughs> through grammar vocabulary to be able to do. Um, Cause you're just passing up years of trying to learn a language. And then if you have another language though, it's really easy to assess your child. You can just ask them like, how do you say five phrases? And you know, in Spanish or whatever, and not Spanish, like French. And then what do these phrases mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And then give it to you. So if you wanted to assess them that way, you can assess them that way as well. So yeah. we for both, but you'll see more assessments coming out. Okay. That's awesome. Because that's very, that's like a big deal. <laughs> that's a big deal. If we have a transcript, we need something on there. So that's awesome. So where can people find out more? I know we're going to put links in the show notes, but I believe if we want to try it for free, you offer a free language starter pack for all your languages. Is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's at talkbox.mom slash ball. And please put the the link in there with your link. Um, And you can try out first. The the first thing you try out is just to kind of show you, yeah, I can do a language with my kids. So we have the short ball challenge where with your kids, you play with a ball and you will see your kids talking in and understand that language as you play. And it can be for older kids or younger kids. When you are learning a language though, I just have to say it is a humbling experience because you don't know anything. And sometimes you have to prep your older kids for that. I mean, I have been at places like the Goethe Institute in Berlin and seen you know, execs learning German and there's these men in their suits and they have their sleeves rolled up and they're balking like chickens and mooing like dogs and trying to say things to each other. Cause that's how you, that's how you learn. Right. Um, and so it, it is like, you know, you're like, Oh, I have to relearn some things. Um, so it is humbling. I mean, it's humbling for anybody though. 
So you'll play with the ball in the language. You'll understand each other and you'll use it. It's very fun. You can start with one phrase or use all of them, right? Depending on how old your kids are, but it just shows you that you can start understanding the language without starting with vocab and grammar gels because that comes, you know, grammar comes later. And then the second thing in it is you learn how to build phrases into your day. And we teach you that with using, getting in, getting into your car right? And getting buckled and all those things. So you'll learn how to use phrases in that because that happens all the time. I mean, how often do we say like, go to the car and then one of the kids is still playing Minecraft or something and their sibling is like, go to the car. Or you you tell them to go to the car, but now they're riding their scooter around it. Okay. And then um, the third thing in it is the, we have a mini snack chart for you to go through. So that will help you out to see, you know, if this is a language program of your dreams, because we would like you to, to use talkbox.mom if you really want to speak in the language, if that's something that's fun for you and that you want to do with your family. One of my favorite things about talkbox.mom that our families say is that you get to grow together as a family. And that's, that's, what's so fun. You look back and you're like, look at what we all did together. Look at this. And so it will show you how that feels to do that. It's much different than being in your family room, trying to say a word into a microphone and your teenager crying because she swears she's saying it right, but the program doesn't think she is. So you try it. And now you're mad at the program and everybody's in tears because like I mentioned, it's impossible to sound good when you start. So it doesn't make any sense that you're doing that when you're starting. So it can just be really fun experience. So yeah, definitely try out the starter pack. Yes. I think you must've been a fly on the wall in our home because that was exactly our experience. Very frustrating. Yelling at the computer definitely happened happened over here. So that yeah. was, that was crazy. Yeah. Oh There's my one goodness. Thing, one thing I want to say real fast about foreign language mm-hmm. to be aware of, and it's doing shadow activities. Shadow activities are things where you think you're doing the thing like to paint, to get good at painting, you have to paint. Mm-hmm. To get good at riding a bike, you got to ride the bike. To get good at talking in a language, you got to talk in a language. You don't need to go and just learn vocabulary words, go and learn grammar things, try to try to sound perfect. There's so many people who speak English and they don't sound perfect. They have an accent. It's fine. Like I'm still their friend. I don't care. And so there's a lot of shadow activities that I see people doing where they're just listening to music or, you know, just watching shows. And we want to be aware of kind of doing those things and spending our time not effectively. There's a lot of well-meaning apps out there that, that teach you phrases that you'll never use, like the purple horses in the church. I've not needed that. Okay. It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Hopefully not. Right. So, so we just really want to focus on what our goal is. If your goal is to talk, let's talk, let's Mm -hmm. talk in the foreign language together. Sounds amazing. And this has been really interesting. I'm thankful that you guys reached out and said like, let's, let's talk about talkbox.com.mom because I mean, I think this is really going to be valuable for a lot of people listening today. So we'll send them over for the free starter pack and they can check it out and see how they like it. Um, I, any final encouragement for my families listening today? Yes. If you want to get started, start with your box and your book and use the code for $20 off. It's homeschool with Moxie 20. And if you just want to get your toes wet and start with the book, use the code homeschool with Moxie 5. And I'm those will be linked in the comments, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody mm-hmm. can listen it and will. see that. Yep. Start with those codes. Make sure you love it. You can always pause. Uh, and you can reach out for help. We're here to help you. But if this sounds like, if you have had it in your heart, or your child has in their heart that they want to be able to use a language, please start. 
please use the language with your family because it will change your life. Our goal at talkbox.mom is life-changing results. That's our mission. We know that if you can really use the language in your home, you will be able to serve people that you weren't able to serve before. You'll be able to have education and work opportunities that you didn't have. This could be even for your spouse or yourself in your home, even though you're learning with your kids. This could be for your child's future. So many things can open up because you can use a language. So if you feel that speaking to your heart, act on it, act on it and do it. Thank you so much, Adelaide. It's been great chatting with you today. You too. Thank you so much, Abby. I hope you got a lot of value out of this interview I had with Adelaide. There's certainly a lot to chew on and to think about. Make sure you check out your free starter pack at talkbox.mom and you can grab some coupon codes and links to everything in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 138. Thanks again for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling. 